Welcome to the Ether. Today is Thursday, June second, two thousand twenty-two. Today on the Ether Loop, the journey continues. Let's take a listen. Hey, hey! Welcome, guys. Uh, welcome to this week's uh, Loop and Juno AMA. Uh, it's been, you know, really, really exciting week. Uh, ex- exciting couple weeks for us at, uh, at Loop, uh, of course. Um, so we're here on both Twitter Spaces, and we're also recording live uh, on. No, not live, but we're on Zoom, and this will be posted on, on YouTube later. Um, and this week, we've actually got a couple of really exciting speakers, uh, as well as Tom uh, and Simon, co-founders of Loop. But we also have Nina, Connor, and Maz as well. who've joined up, so we're going to go through, uh, you know, a couple of updates and highlights uh, over the last week and what you can expect. Um, but we'll also be, you know, covering, um, you know, a bunch of questions from you guys during the week uh, from the community. And at the end, we'll open up. Uh, the floor to questions from, uh, you know, obviously you guys and and get you guys engaged in this. So, um, you know, first I want to say, you know, how excited I really am um, and we all really are um, for this move to Juno, um, which is something we've been working on for a little while and it's been really, really exciting. Uh, we've been absolutely overwhelmed by you guys in a good way, not a bad overwhelm, but we've been absolutely overwhelmed with your support and just how engaged you guys have been in the community from Juno. So we're really, really excited to be, you know, to be able to bring all our products and also bring our community into Juno and really um, just integrate with that. So super exciting. Um, so I just want to start off um, with a little bit of a, maybe a highlight of the last week. Um, so if we could go through maybe a couple of, uh, you know, what are some of the highlights of the last, you know, week or the last 48 hours uh, that we've gone through? So Tom, Simon, do you want to start off? Yeah, I'll go first. Um, for sure, it's been an absolute whirlwind of a ride. Uh, that that's for sure. Ever since um, the terror implosion, but in in the best way possible, I think you know, especially for us. I mean, obviously, it's been a terrible financial disaster um, for so many people. But um, you know, as I've said before, I think it's just opened us up to the cosmos. Um, in in an amazing way, we've you know I've spent the last few weeks chatting to so many different communities and in the from Cosmos, um, obviously Juno, you know we've had a lot to do with them and been working hard with them to kind of get a proposal um, put through their governance and get some f- funding from them, which has gone through and that's amazing. That's uh, we're about to release the details of that and then obviously you know start the move over to Juno. Um, but aside from that, I've also been connecting with lots of other people in the Cosmos space. So I've had meetings with uh, Secrets, I've had meetings with Injective, um, we've had meetings with Osmosis, I've had meetings with, and then even outside the Cosmos, you know, I've been chatting to like the Near Foundation and um, <clears throat> just been exploring all of these other amazing options. And 
it's been really, it's been great. Like, I feel like we're always kind of the underdog in terror. You know, we've said that a lot of times, but it's like, once we go outside, it's like, you know, if you, if you kind of like the, not the prettiest girl in the school, and then suddenly you go to another school and you are the prettiest girl, like it feels like that. It's like, suddenly you've got all of these people, like all of, or, you know, in this case, prettiest boy, I guess, you know, suddenly you're like, everyone wants to date you when before, like no one wanted to date you. So it was like, it's, it's been like that. Like we've got, Great offers um, in terms of grants from, you know, lots of different um, chains. People just look at our tech and they look at our our team in particular and, and then our community as well. And they're like, wow, you guys are amazing. Like you've got an incredible team. Your UI is beautiful. You've built so many products in so, such a short period of time. Like shout out to Simon Rami there. He's just like the, the product building machine. Um, <laughs> and yeah, they're like it, it really amazed by, by all that we've achieved. So, you know, that's, that's also partly thanks to the amazing feedback we've had from our community, right? Like our community has been like an integral part of this process. And we've always involved you guys in like helping us build and helping us improve. And I feel like that's how we've managed to get to to where we've gotten so quickly. Um, so yeah, the future feels really bright for Loop. I mean, I feel like we've kind of got gotten through this absolute tsunami. And now we've just been sort of launched into, yeah, a completely different realm where we've just got opportunities galore. Like it's it's down to the point now where we actually have to choose you know, between all of these, this range of opportunities. We've been chatting to Evmos as well. They're another chain who we've been chatting to. Um, I think, Simon, you've even chatted to like three or four other chains, right? Like I've chatted to, to a bunch and you have too. Um, so, yeah, we're really excited to, to sort of start working on not only launching our product on Juno, but then actually start working on some core infrastructure stuff to do with um, Cosmos as well and, you know, how we can potentially fit in like finding our niche within the cosmos. And I had one great chat the other day with um, Sonny from Osmosis and he, I was telling him about our protocol-owned liquidity NFTs, so how our, our, our LP NFT bonds will work. And he said, oh, that's actually amazing because I, I'd put, he'd put in a proposal to, um, to Cosmos Foundation um, to use Atom to accumulate protocol-owned liquidity for Cosmos. Um, and so I said, oh, wow, maybe, maybe potentially we can use our mechanism, like our LP NFT bond mechanism to do that. And um, he seemed to be like quite interested in that idea. So hopefully we'll potentially even get some big, you know, big protocols like, like Cosmos Hub and maybe even Osmosis and some other, like maybe Secret. Um, I've got a meeting with them next week about this as well um, to actually for them to start owning their own, own liquidity um, using our our NFT minting mechanism. Um, so, yeah, I feel like exciting times ahead, and um, yeah, it's it's been a been a great, insanely busy, but but really great few weeks. Yeah, Tom's being humble as usual. We've always been the best looking chick and guy. We just never left the house. Okay, and this has forced us to leave the house now. And it's great for us because we were just about to launch the NFT marketplace, etc. But uh, you know, I guess this is good timing for for um, you know our community because they would have uh, you know had their funds locked away in LP NFTs or like our partner um, Lunar Launcher. They were just about to do an IDO, and I I stand by their decision for pausing, uh, which was a very smart decision. And again, they they didn't lock all their community's funds 
in the IDO, which would have obviously gone nowhere. So <clears throat> a few smart decisions here and there um, has been the best thing for the community. And I guess timing, you know, if, if we were to look at this as an opportunity, uh, the timing of our um, LP NFT, our DeFi uh, NFT launchpad, um, that being delayed and now being used on Juno for bringing over all of our current users from uh, Terra, you know, creating uh, NFT positions to uh, distribute the new loop tokens to users who are in an 18 month staking position or pylon example, you know, more, more, more info of that coming out soon. But at the end of the day, if we're looking at this, you know, from a positive point of view, it's forced us to come out the house. It's forced us to show off our tech, which we've been, you know, like Tom was saying, heartlessly, violently building in the background. Uh, it's, it's ready for launch. We've, we've had an awesome community, um, you know, test and respond with feedback. So we're very happy with, with, with the tech that we have. And, and I guess now's a good time to relaunch and learn from our mistakes, right? For sure, for sure. Uh, we also have a couple of like, just maybe highlights to, to, you know, that we really want to update over the, you know, the, the last week and you know a couple couple pieces you know one of them is is obviously um you know i've mentioned how excited we are to be on juno but really like the 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 partnership that why we chose juno is a really really important one uh due to like just the synergies that we have between our communities and our values uh, at loop and both the, the juno community do you want to touch a little bit more about that and the synergy between you know obviously juno and loop and why we chose you know juno and, and why that's a good fit I'm not sure no, if we got you right now. Uh, okay, yeah, I'm on mute on Twitter. Sorry, guys. <laughs> uh, no, I was going to say, Maz or Nina, do you guys want to cover off um, something about that? Like just why in particular uh, the Juno team and Loop have sort of, I guess, found such a, a perfect match with one another and how our values are aligned? Go for it, Nina. Oh, God. You know that I cannot stop. Uh, well, I think I really love the community. That was one of the first things. Uh, we saw that we had kind of the same values. Uh, it's super decentralized, which is very important from our past experiences. Um, the guys were really excited, as Tom was saying, with all the technology that we had. Uh, so we felt that, like, we knew that we were building something amazing and they saw it too. So we felt, okay, this is the right place. Um, and also we started to do some, we, we're always like in touch with the community because we really believe that you guys are the first thing for us. So we ask you, and we said like, hey, we have these these opportunities out there. What do you think? And everyone was super inclined uh, for Juno. And then we started to do a lot of research. And we said, oh, okay, yeah, it's because we're we're kind of the same people. Uh, our community, the people that we already had in our community, they are going to feel really good there. And also, I think, and this might be much more of the topic that uh, Tom can say, but it's the like the technology behind much easier for us to move to Juno than to move to another chain. Um, so for us, it was like a non-brainer. And then we started to talk a lot about a lot of other things. And we discovered that uh, the Juno community is super aligned to social impact. That is something that is really important for us too. Like we were already doing a lot of our staffs trying to change the world. And the the guys from Juno, they were in the same tone. So I think it, it just flowed naturally. And um, I cannot be happier, to be honest. 
Yeah, um, I, I completely agree with that. Um, you know, when when I was looking at chains from a loop benches perspective, um, you know, number one is is value and community, um, as everyone's mentioned. Then I look at uh, the three aspects is innovation, investment, and impact. And they tick all the boxes um, in terms of innovation. I think, you know, Juno is at a stage where it's just, you know, all at that pivotal point where it's just ready to absolutely be supercharged, where it can, you know, it's got all the tools, it's got all the infrastructure, it's ready to take on projects. Um, you know, th there are amazing builders uh, already that are on Juno, and we want to track some of the best builders and the, the top talent around the world. So, you know, from an innovation perspective, huge, huge tick there. And we're just right at the right time to actually bring in, um, you know, our entire suite of products to accelerate all of that. Um, from an investment perspective, you know, I understand that, um, you know, Juno and Cosmos, uh, again, you know, they've been furiously building uh, as of we. Uh, now we want to be able to get that support to really accelerate these things as well um, uh, with investment. And from an impact perspective, uh, as Nina mentioned, you know, we, we completely focused with that. We had um, some, you know, big plans and, and we haven't stopped on that. And now we're about to actually build out an entire ecosystem that's purely focused on helping impact projects uh, and progress uh, sustainability and social impact. So, yeah, look, I mean, for me, it just checks all the boxes. And uh, again, another big shout out to Kevin Garrison and, and the Juno team as well for uh, inviting us with open arms, um, showed us so much love and care. And not just that, we've already actually started building some stuff. We've, we've had some stuff delivered already this week. And uh, next week, we've got some exciting stuff coming up and, you know, we'll be in their, uh, uh, in their AMAs too. So, yeah, tune in and keep up to date because there's lots happening uh, right now. Exactly. We've actually deployed our farming contract on Juno already successfully. And uh, the team is obviously working hard, migrating all the others. So we're looking good. Yeah. And I would even say not, not just there. I would say you're. I mean, you know, the, the community is emerging, if you like. Um, and uh, I think that's a really important piece is, is really like you are our community now and our community is yours. So uh, I know this sounds really corny and it sounds like a, like a love movie, but it's like, it, it, it's a perfect match. And, and we're just really excited to, to be connected with you guys uh, more. Uh, just, I'd love to just really touch on quickly, maybe for those of you uh, from Juno that maybe don't know too much about us, uh, maybe literally one to two minutes, really short, uh, an overview of kind of, uh, you know, our, maybe our products or, or, you know, the decks and the NFT marketplace and, and what our kind of plans are for the, for the near future on Juno. So, you know, talking maybe about the aggregator and, um, you know, how we're kind of going to structure a couple of things, but obviously really short as we've got a lot of questions still to get through. So Tom, if you want to cover that, like, um, you know, popcorn speed. <laughs> sure. No worries. Um, yeah. So, I mean, we're obviously going to be launching our full suite of products that we've already got on Juno, but, in particular, we'll be focusing more on the DEX and the NFT marketplace. I mean, they're our real flagship products. Uh, we're expanding out the DEX to become a DEX aggregator, so it won't just we won't just be having our own pools. We'll also be accessing other pools. Uh, so to start with, we'll access Juno swaps pools, uh, but we're also looking at a way to be able to access liquidity from Osmosis or liquidity from you know any other chain across Cosmos. Because with IBC, obviously, you know. Um, so that's really exciting. That means we'll be able to launch multiple chains throughout Cosmos and have potentially aggregated liquidity from across all of those chains, as well as aggregating liquidity from this as well. Uh, so that's a, that's a kind of our roadmap with the DEX. And then with the NFT marketplace, becoming essentially the world's first in marketplaces. So what that means is we'll have all sorts of ways that tokens can be attached to NFTs. So this sort of hybrid model between, you know, tokens and NFTs can become, you know, more and more 
um, is something kind of we're working more and more towards. And, you know, the, the example I mentioned before was the LP NFT bonds. Uh, so that's a way for protocols to own their own liquidity. Um, essentially, what they do is they, they issue bonds in the form of NFTs, and people can purchase those through LP tokens. So they users go and put liquidity onto onto the decks. Doesn't even have to be our decks. They, we can use Osmosis decks or any other decks, um, and then they use those LP tokens to mint a bond. Um, they essentially give up their liquidity. So they give up the liquidity and the protocol takes ownership of that liquidity. Uh, but then the user gets an, an NFT, which they can then stake and, and get tokens from. So, you know, in our case, if we were issuing these, we'd obviously give them tokens. But in the case of, say, Osmosis or Atom, you know, or Cosmos rather, they'd use Osmo tokens or Atom tokens. Um, so the user kind of gets an, a benefit of getting m- uh, like a higher value than they they paid. So if I paid say a thousand dollars worth of LP, I might get fifteen hundred dollars worth of tokens. You know, over a three or a six month period. So I'm kind of getting like a long term exposure to that token. And from the protocol's perspective, they're actually accumulating liquidity not just in their own asset, which they've obviously already got plenty of, but they're actually accumulating liquidity in a range of other assets as well. So this is great for protocols to kind of like become more like a basket of assets that they will then own over time and that they can then use those assets for yield farming. They can use them, you know, to provide liquidity on their own on their own decks or on other decks as they or, you know, on other pools. Um, they can use those assets for a whole range of, of things. So essentially it's just adding value to the decks <clears throat> or sorry, to the uh, protocol. So that's one of the sort of use cases, I guess, for these DeFi NFTs. And then the other one will be protocols like DAOs, for example, who want to launch an NFT collection, but at the same time, they want to launch a token. They'll be able to do that on our launchpad. They'll be able to like run a a mint of NFTs, and then each NFT will have a certain number of tokens attached to it. So basically, they'll be able to fundraise, and at the same time, they'll be able to um, you know, distribute their tokens through the NFT mechanism. And I actually had a meeting with um with a, a NFT um, collection today, Traders. If if you guys know of them, they were going to launch on Terra, but now they're looking at launching on Juno. Um, and he actually suggested to me, "Hey, why don't you guys attach you because um, you've got a launch pad as well, which we were about to, to to launch. Why don't you allow people when they um, participate in an IDO to actually get an NFT which represents." their allocation, which they can then stake and collect the, you know, get the vested tokens on, but they can also trade out of that position if they need to. So for some reason, you know, they <clears throat> they no longer believe in the project or they just need the money for some reason, they can actually trade that NFT. So we're also looking at kind of connecting the, the launchpad to, to these kind of DeFi NFTs as well. So yeah, that's kind of our focus moving forward, really focusing heavily on, on the DEX and the NFT marketplace. And basically, you know, trading digital assets. That's what we're. That's what we do. If we're trying to provide as many ways as possible for users to be able to to trade digital assets on our platform and and as a wider range of digital assets as possible as well. Can you touch on the the SpaceX? Like to, while we're on the NFTs, just before we get into more questions, can you touch? Can you touch on um, the SpaceX collection, which is going to be uh, you know the first NFT collection uh, on the Loot NFT marketplace? Yeah, of course. We've been building this collection for a long time. I mean, I think we probably started it maybe over six months ago. But because we lost a lot of our liquidity, unfortunately, in the Terra collapse, we need to kind of rebuild the liquidity for our decks. And one of the ways that we're going to do that is to sell our Space Apes NFT collection. 
and then use uh, some of the funds that we get from that sale in order to provide some, you know, essentially bootstrap our liquidity on the new decks on Juno. Um, so, yeah, keep an eye out for that. We'll be releasing that. So it'll be one of the first NFT collections that we'll be releasing on our marketplace uh, as soon as we launch. Great. So now I've got a set of uh, you know questions about you know the NFT marketplace and the decks. I run through these questions, and then at the end we'll open up. You know, the, we'll move over to Twitter only, and then we'll we'll collect some questions from there. So, um, so when are we planning to launch on Juno? Oh, that's a hard question. <laughs> as soon as we've finished migrating our tech, <laughs> I think is the safest answer to that one. Yeah, look, as Nina mentioned before, it's it's not a big migration because it's still Cosmwasm. You know, we don't have to rewrite our smart contracts. Uh, we just have to upgrade them a little bit uh, to the latest version. So it's not a huge job, but at this stage, we don't want to give sort of any firm dates. But I think I could safely say it will be in less than two months. I mean, I think that's a pretty safe bet and hopefully a reasonable amount less. Simon, you might have a better answer. Yeah, we'll Without release you. things in, in stages reasonably. Um, but one of the important things we're working on is our markets page. You know, we really want you guys to spend your time on the markets page, checking out prices, you know, movements in the market, um, looking for new tokens, uh, checking out, you know, uh, trading view style graphs. And then, as Tom was saying, if you want to do a trade, then our aggregators are right there. So, so we're going to be spending a lot of time on that page too. We have a whole another team dedicated. This is how we're able to push out so many products. We have so many awesome product managers, so many awesome developers. So each team takes on a product. And right now, I think we have six or seven teams actually going at the same time. So uh, we'd love your feedback on that on the on the new markets page. But yeah, expect to see new functionality um, and current functionality slowly migrated over. We'll keep you guys posted. So one thing to say about that markets page is, I mean, previously we were really just focused on Terra assets. But now what we're actually looking to do is have that page. So essentially like a coin market cap style page, but for all assets on Cosmos. So not just the assets that we're listing on our decks or even the assets that are on Juno, but actually starting to branch out uh, where we list assets uh, from from all across the Cosmos chains. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I've been working across that a little bit uh, with Simon actually uh, for a while, and now it's it, we've got actually the the time and the focus to get it right, you know, and, and get it the best. So very excited for that. Um, and and uh, sorry, Simon, I think the the Launchpad team are also working on doing their initial IDO um, on Juno very soon. So everyone's all hands on deck. Yeah, lots happening. Um, so uh, loop and loop R migration, I know we touched on it in a previous AMA. Um, how will it be executed? What, what can uh, users expect? Um, so, yeah, I think one thing we've been discussing, and it's not 100% final yet, but it's looking, it's looking almost certain, is we're actually going to deprecate uh, the loop R token entirely. Um, what we've decided to do is just wrap it all up into one token. So wrap it up into the loop token. So that means if you had loop R, uh, you'll be getting an airdrop of loop. Um, everyone who had loop, of course, will be getting an airdrop of loop as well. Uh, but if you had loop R, that will be added on top of your loop airdrop. Uh, the way the airdrop itself will be structured is we will be taking, or we've already actually taken a pre-DPEG snapshot of the chain um, and we'll be airdropping to people who had held loop tokens uh, before the DPEG event 
And it doesn't matter where they were. If they're in an LP position, in a staking position on Pylon, on Starterra, you know, just in your wallet, um, it doesn't matter where they are or were, uh, they will be included. Um, and then we're also actually taking a snapshot uh, post DPEG. So we know that, you know, lots of people did uh, buy loop tokens after the DPEG event, and we want to include those people as well uh, to a degree, but the majority of the tokens will be edge up to people who held the tokens before the DPEG. Maybe just 10% or so will be to those people who bought them afterwards. And the reason for that is, is because a lot of those people bought them at a massive discount uh, due to the falling price of not only Loop, but of UST um, and Luna. People were able to pick up tokens you know, at ridiculously cheap prices. So obviously we have to take that into account and, and kind of you know balance the amount that we we give to people who held before and after the DPEG. Uh, but yeah, as I said, everyone who held Loop wherever you held it, uh, you'll be airdropped to, and also if you held Loop R anywhere, uh, you will also receive an airdrop of Loop tokens. Uh, we're looking at not necessarily giving a direct airdrop, like in terms of airdropping liquid tokens, but we'll probably actually. Do a bit of a combination, a little bit like Terra did with launching V2, in that we will airdrop a certain amount in, in liquid tokens, and we will airdrop um, the rest uh, probably as an NFT, actually. So using our really cool stakeable um, NFTs, we'll be airdropping those to people, and then they can stake those, and actually their tokens will be vested um, over a period of time. So especially for people who had their tokens in staking positions or on Pylon or on Starterra will be doing that. Uh, but then we'll probably also be doing that even for people who had liquid tokens. Uh, just to sort of slow, I guess, you know, while we're rebuilding, essentially, we don't want a massive amount of liquid tokens on the market. Uh, so, yeah, to kind of, I guess, slow the distribution of those tokens while we kind of rebuild our platform and build up liquidity and, and you know, move forward. Amazing. That that sounds really. It sounds like a really cool way to to actually start to use these NFTs and to test them out and to not test them out, but to to actually have a first massive use case for them. So yeah, that well, sounds exciting. Well, exactly. I mean, the other thing is that that they even though the tokens aren't liquid, the NFTs are liquid, right? So people will actually be able to start if they do want to exit their position entirely, they'll be able to start trading those NFTs um, as as a tradable asset. So, you know, that will sort of start to provide a great use case and start to build up um, some good volume on our NFT marketplace from from the start as well. Yeah, and now that we've built all the tech, we've gone very uh, horizontally. Now we're starting to go vertically and integrate our tech with everyone else and as well as possible. So like Tom was saying, we can add those mint NFT buttons everywhere. We can put it next to a staking position on the DEX. We can put it next to a vested position on on a public launch pad, like Tom was saying. Uh, we can offer this to projects to to give to their investors with their vested periods, uh, their vested positions. So there's so much we can do with all of our tech. We build the fundamentals, we've tested it, and now we're starting to integrate it everywhere and with as many projects as we can. Yeah, awesome. Um, I know you've kind of already touched on this a little bit. Um, so. What is coming first? So how, how, what, what's the order of release in terms of, I, I know this may not all be, be common, but the blog site, bounties, the learn page, uh, which, which are they coming first or are they coming together with a DEX? So we, we have a bunch of projects, right? We have, um, we have the community, which has the bounties and everything in it. We have the DEX, which has a lot of different functionality in it. Uh, we have the NFT marketplace again. 
It's another big project. Uh, we've partnered with that public launch pad and we have a few other smaller products here and there. You know, like within the decks, we have the aggregator. Um, we have many things. So the markets. So what will happen is each project has its own team, obviously, working on them. And the, each project will release uh, a V1 with basic functionality and then we'll slowly uh, release more and more functionality. So expect to see updates from each of the teams uh, with good news and, and timelines over the next I mean, week or one two. Thing to think, one thing to remember too, obviously, is the community and Loop Learn are not actually blockchain products. Um, they're just Web2 products, so there's no migration involved with those. They're just going to continue. Obviously, with Loop Learn, we do need to you know, modify some of the videos as the old Terra is no longer you know, around um, and working the way it used to. So that will require a bit of editing. But apart from that, uh, we're just going to continue with the community and with uh, Loop Learn as they are, even though there will be some, some changes to both of those, including obviously the removal of the, the Loop R token incentive mechanism. Not that there won't be any incentives, by the way. I should mention that. Um, it's not that we're going to remove incentives entirely. We're just removing the Loop R incentives. We'll still be incentivizing writers and content creators. Uh, we'll just be using the Loop token instead of uh, using the Loop R token. Amazing. Amazing. Uh, so this is a question that's got a couple of questions in it. So uh, what changes should community members be expecting apart from uh, anything tokenomics? I think we've kind of already covered that. Uh, will Loop delist all Terra tokens? And is Loop adding to the Juno ecosystem by values and awareness? What will Juno be offering back in return? So also another thing to quickly note is that we will continue on Terra Classic. So if you go to you know your Terra wallet and then you change um, network to, to Classic, then you will still be able to interact with our DEX and our NFT marketplace. Um, so support for that will continue. You know, as long as that chain is there, because we built the tech, everything's there, and and our decks are still getting some decent volume per day. You know, again, this is one of the the main reasons why we have a dex is because no matter what happens to the market, the decks will always win, the house will always win. Unfortunately, the huge amount of transaction fees that we accumulated over the crash, an incredible amount, is is worth nothing, unfortunately. And we were going to buy loop at market with that. You know, I've been talking that up for a long time, and that would have been a huge purchase order. But um, yeah, it's pretty unfortunate. I think one of the days we hit like one point eight billion dollars, <laughs> even though you know that that's taking into account that that UST was worth a few cents, but still, it's impressive. One point eight billion UST. I think it should be important to clarify. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's slightly different, unfortunately, from one point eight. I think it was still like ten cents or twenty cents. We did a huge amount of volume in one day. I think yeah. it was like. It would have been like 20 million US dollars worth. It was a ridiculous amount. Yeah, we're actually we're actually going to be changing the name of the Loop token on Terra Classic as well. It will no longer be the Loop token. We're still deciding exactly what that will be. But um, yeah, we should, we should do a poll. Are we going with bounty? <laughs> we should, yeah, we should do a bounty. I, I reckon. I vote wrecked, but some people want something else. <laughs> I won't mention what that is. Okay, we're going to we're going to move over to a couple of updates from other um, sectors of Loop, uh, real quick, and then we'll open up obviously the floor for questions. Uh, this one's for uh, you know for Loop Learn. Um, I can just cover over a couple of points uh, with Loop Learn. As you've seen, you know obviously Loop Learn will be continuing on on uh, obviously on Cosmos, and it's even more exciting than ever as it will be 
expanding across the entire cosmos and not just Terra. Uh, and so really what we're working on right now is the couple of things that we really need to do is uh, obviously we had a big chunk of uh, loop loan was Terra videos. And well, a lot of those aren't usable anymore. So we have to cut those out, but we also have to edit a lot of the existing videos, uh, which isn't a, a super easy process either, but we need to edit a lot of the existing videos, tweak them, um, you know, rebrand some parts of them. And uh, then we'll, then I'm, I'm in discussions with a lot of uh, Cosmos chains uh, and founders and, and different uh, like educational, um, you know, uh, like educators in Cosmos and be working on a, an improved flow for Loop Learn that incorporates Cosmos. So we've still got the same mission and the same vision, but instead this is going to be about really bringing on onboarding into the Cosmos and how can we bring loads of new users from outside of crypto, but also from other chains into Cosmos so they can start to understand, you know, the rich um, protocols, community and resources that Cosmos really has and why this tech is revolutionary. So really going to be working on that flow quite, quite, um, quite in depth and getting that right so that we can kind of get the onboarding process and it'll make a lot your, your life a lot easier as well as Juno community. Like, if you've got Cardo integrated, for example, to get money and you could send this to your aunt and get them to actually onboard it to Juno rather than having to go through Sex, um, Atom, Osmo, Juno, it would just make this this whole process a lot easier and a lot like more seamless, which will bring more money and liquidity into the ecosystem. It'll bring more builders, bring more users, and it benefits everyone. So really exciting, um, you know, really exciting to be talking with a lot of project founders as well to get a lot of uh, most of Cosmos aboard. Everybody's really, really, really excited about it. So, yeah, that's 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 what we're um you know focusing on for um, Loop Learn. Um, a couple of us are going to be in Austin, Texas as well. Um, so uh, d- definitely um if you're going to be at DecentralCon and the start of consensus, do reach out. Uh, I think there's also an Osmosis conference as well uh, that a few of us will be at. So do do come down, send us a message, reach out. Uh, we will be there. We're very excited to to you know meet with all of Cosmos. Uh, so we'll be there. Uh, the other ex- really exciting update is Nina's coming on uh, to uh, work uh, on Loop Learn, and we'll be uh, heading up Loop Learn Global, which is uh, really trying, really working on taking Loop Learn to the rest of the world. You know, this has always been a focus of ours is is to be multilingual and to reach out the globe and educate the entire globe. Uh, and there's, there's almost no there's nobody else, nobody better than Nina to help with this. Uh, you know, outreach and getting. Loop learn into Latin America. Uh, so very excited. Uh, so, you know, in this section, um, you know, if you've got some updates for uh, Loop Learn Global, Nina, take it away. Yeah, I'm going to be super quick in this. Um, well, I think it's a very interesting moment to keep growing now that we're going to be basically redoing all the content. Uh, this is a good moment to start working in a strategy where we can at the same time start growing our community uh, with the Hispanics that have. So we're really excited for that. And we have also, and thank you so much for all the people from Cosmos because they have been inviting us to the different spaces and we're going to be hitting also the ones in Spanish. Um, and here is Connor. That, that is another exciting news that we will have there. And is we're going to have a podcast. Um, we're going to start like a space in twitter from our account in loop learn so please go check that out and we are going to have their um education content about cosmos 
um, from Loop Learn, and I'm very excited. So also welcome, Connor. Uh, we're really happy to have you, and we're so happy to keep exploring the cosmos with all of you guys, bringing our Terra community, uh, but also exploring this new amazing cosmos <laughs> that is in front of us. I agree, Nina. I'm super stoked to be working on this with you, and I think it's going to be a ton of fun for us. Uh, we've got a lot planned and uh, also really open to community feedback. So if folks here have particular things they want to learn about, hear about, build on, uh, we'd love to hear from you. Um, feel free to jump up later when we bring folks up as speakers, uh, or I'm in the Telegram uh, for the finance, uh, or you can just hit me up on Twitter. Um, love talking ideas. I spend too much time listening to and uh, sitting in Twitter spaces. So always happy to chat. Uh, and yeah, thanks so much, Nina. Yeah, super excited to have Connor on. Uh, you know, always had grand plans for uh, for podcasts and all this stuff. It always ran out of time with the amount of verticals to build, so uh, horizontals to build. So it's amazing to have Connor as part of the team to head up the educational um Twitters and, and and the podcasts. I think that's going to be so massive in providing as much value as we can to you know the entire uh, wider Cosmos community, the Loop community, to Juno community. Um, so it's going to be really powerful. Um, so Maz, um, do you want to touch on some updates from uh, Loop Ventures this week, and, and maybe even even just like a uh, like a one thirty second to a minute spiel on, on on what Loop Ventures is, maybe for those that uh, may not know. Yeah, for sure, Simon. Thanks. Um, so Loop Ventures, uh, we're focused on incubating the best projects and then finding world-class uh, uh, founders and really talented people who are building unique and innovative ideas that really connects the fiat world to uh, to the crypto world, you know, connecting uh, traditional products and, you know, great ideas uh, from, uh, let's say, you know, uh, traditional startups into uh, blockchain um, uh, products, which just kind of accelerates uh their, their, their user base. So, uh, you know, we have three components of uh, the uh, Loop Ventures. One is we, uh, as I mentioned, you know, attract innovation and, and, and the best people and the best builders. Um, secondly, we have uh, an incubator where these innovative projects, we help them end to end. And then finally, we uh, uh, we uh, attract good investors and strategic investors that are uh, about, you know, more than capital. So that are really ready to kind of help these projects that really want to build and want to see a brighter future. And so those are the types of VCs and investors that, that we actually partner with. Um, and, uh, and and that's really growing out. And we're, we're noticing, you know, a lot of uh, VCs that are passionate about uh, growing out Cosmos as well. So that's what Loop Ventures is about. And, uh, you know, the other aspect of it is that we're actually uh, ecosystem builders, you know. So with Loop Ventures, we already have an ecosystem engine for Terra. And, uh, we have partnerships with you know almost everyone out there, um, including you know you know projects, VCs, investors, and, and obviously the community um, to help them uh, access these awesome projects at the ground level too. So um, we are now already building the ecosystem in conjunction with the Juno team. So I guess you know my uh, update for the week is we're figuring out exactly how we can create these tracks um, or, or these rails to help first of all. Um, uh, you know, ex-Terra projects that were amazing projects, you know, great people um, to come onto Juno really quickly. And so we've actually just uh, literally just yesterday uh, uh, optimized the uh, grant uh, track. So, you know, if there's any builders out there, um, reach out to me, you know, directly or to, to our team and connect with us because, you know, we, we, we want to help you guys out and we want to help out, um, you know, all these other great projects on Terra to come about. So that's the main body of work that we've been doing. And, you know, we're planning a, a ton of, really exciting stuff which every week uh, i'm going to be dropping you know one 
one piece of uh, big alpha and then some of the projects that are coming through. But look, the biggest alpha this week is that we're working together with the Juno founding teams and, uh, and, and you know, they couldn't be happier, we couldn't be happier, and we're just really going to accelerate the growth of this ecosystem. So, yeah, it's all about uh, ecosystem building and engaging with the community. So I'd also love to, um, you know, hear from uh, both the Loop community and the Juno community as to what you guys uh, want. And so we're just collecting all the feedback. And after we do our scoping, we then prioritize and start building straight away. And, and we're very quick with that. So, yeah, look, that's that's the only update um, from Loop Ventures perspective. Uh, the exciting part about uh, what we're doing with Loop Ventures is that we've actually got a lot of NFT projects that are coming through um, uh, across my desk and, and some really good ones, which we can't wait to integrate with the DeFi NFT marketplace. Number one. Number two, uh, all of the existing projects that we had now that the marketplace is going to be launched on Juno, the marketplace as well as the DEX is going to benefit from that because we will have exclusive rights with the IDO on, on the DEX uh, with all these projects that launch. And, uh, and most these projects, I'll say, you know, 80% of these projects that we incubate, they're releasing their product and they actually have an NFT or a GameFi, something that's going to be on the uh, NFT marketplace um, for uh, to, to do their uh, Genesis drops as well. So, yeah, uh, I think, you know, everything really comes back to the two flagship products that we have, which is the DEX, uh, the DEX aggregator and the NFT marketplace. So, yeah, couldn't be more excited uh, about that and, and bringing that to the Juno community. Amazing, amazing. And and, and stressing the importance of, of Loop Ventures in, in all of this and really talking about, like, the, the, if you think about the Cosmos is, you know, the Cosmos is so interconnected in, as far as these chains as, you know, if one chain wins, they all win, right? Um, it, it's just the way that, that, that Cosmos works. So it's just really amazing to be, you know, coming onto Juno and helping grow Juno, helping bring builders into Juno, helping grow that, but also focusing on Cosmos as a whole as well so that we can, you know, uh, benefit the entire Cosmos ecosystem um, from a cross-chain perspective, which is super important. So super exciting, guys. So, you know, this is you know, the end of our video segment of uh, this AMA. What we're going to do is we're going to jump over onto the Twitter and we will uh, be answering uh, questions from the community over on the Twitter. So uh, jump, put your hand up, uh, request to speak. We'll bring you up and um, we'll, get, we'll get stuck into some questions. Uh, and so... We're going to end the, the video segment, but we'll chat to you in a minute. Live on the Twitter. So um, if you've got some questions, just request to speak. And we have Travis. So I'm going to bring Travis up. Hey, man. Um, the first thing I want to say is, chins up, guys. I, it, the way that you're, you guys all sound, I, I understand it, it's, it's been rough. Um, but I've been there in 2017 with uh, millions being wiped out with no fault of my own. Um, and so when I hear Simon talking uh, the way it could have been, uh, I, I really feel it. And, but, uh, and also, you guys don't talk like uh, cosmonauts yet. <laughs> um, my, my, my first question really struck me was, why did you guys decide to not just launch as a sovereign chain instead of launching on a Juno, which is really funny to me. Um, there's a few reasons for that. Um, one is because I guess we didn't want the overhead of having to, I mean, to start with, we lost like three quarters of our treasury in the uh, Terra collapse. So we didn't want to have the overhead of having to launch our own chain as at the same time as obviously, you know, migrating. Um, that was part of it. Second, um, Juno Foundation were kind enough to offer us a grant. 
uh, to launch on their chain, which is obviously a massive benefit um, at, at this time. So that's actually going to you know, enable us to keep building for quite a while longer. Otherwise, we would have probably literally only had a few months runway left um, and meant we would have to sort of start focusing on fundraising instead of focusing on building, um, which we really didn't want to do. Uh, so that was number two. And actually, probably the most important reason, though, um, was the Juno community has been amazing. Like, we've just had so much engagement from the Juno community, um, you know, both on our Twitter, on our on Twitter, you know, um, in, in spaces, just in talking to them directly. Like, in, in general, the, the Juno community has been incredibly welcoming. And I guess we feel that we can actually sort of uh, make our community larger by by sort of starting to build on Juno. And then, of course, the founders of Juno also have been incredibly like Kevin and Jack and Jake and uh, a few of the other guys who have chatted to have all been like super supportive. Um, and so, you know, working alongside them who have deep roots sort of in not only Juno, but in the Cosmos ecosystem in general, uh, is going to be really beneficial for us to, um, to sort of have access to, to their knowledge and connections. So, yeah, I mean, in no particular order, but they're probably the, all the main reasons. Oh, sorry, Travis, did you have any other questions? Do you have any more questions? Yeah. Uh, not uh, I guess that was the big thing. And um, I guess you guys are obviously aware of the upcoming uh, interchain security, share security on Cosmos Hub and how a lot of the uh, uh, um, app chains or uh, projects that are way underdeveloped than you guys are all planning on doing that um, because obviously they don't want to deal with the security overhead. And then uh, the consensus on most of them is eventually to become a sovereign chain, uh, uh, independent chain, level one chain uh, as they grow, um, as they could take care of their own security. I don't know if you guys were aware of that or not. So obviously it's through the benefit of the any uh, L1s and uh, Cosmos network, whether it be Juno, Osmos, or yeah, I support and stake in all of them. And so... And I uh, chatted with a few founders here and there. Um, but yeah, I, I really find you guys to be amazing uh, development. And, and I, I'm, I'm just blown away that in some ways, it's almost kind of like Juno should have launched on you guys. It's just weird because <laughs> Juno launched only like six months ago, like nine months ago. It's, it's really short. <laughs> and there's been a lot of drama. Like I could, I could, I could, I could, and I didn't part of that whole process like in, in debates and, and governance and um like when i see your product i'm just i, I just started uh, i just discovered you guys not that long ago like maybe a week ago and it's just mind-blowing amount of development that you guys have done it's so it's it's in some ways it's further than any cosmos chains i've seen and so maybe the bubble that the uh, terra created uh, because Terra's always been built built on Cosmos SDK, but it's kind of like uh, Terra's gravity uh, with the USD, UST and Luna almost kind of like kept you guys as your, in your own ecosystem, which re really was always weird. And I'm kind of in a way good that, uh, glad that that bubble popped. I mean, I personally suffered myself, but... Uh, that's nothing compared to I think the potential that I see for you guys in in the the wave that you guys can make in the entire cosmos ecosystem. So I I, I see I feel the energy being a little bit down, but you guys have so much to offer and, and I think Cosmos you guys can make ripples in Cosmos. 
So congrats. Appreciate, appreciate it so much, Travis. And think of it like stepping stones as well, right? Um, you know, immediate versus long term, we have very, very big plans for Cosmos in general. And, you know, I mean, the, the Juno community has been absolutely amazing. Uh, so we do see like a huge amount of value that we can bring there and we can actually leverage a lot of, you know, really wonderful pieces that Juno does have, which is, you know, an incredible, very, very strong participating community. And, you know, there has been drama, but, you know, part of that is due to the community being so engaged and, and passionate, right? I, I like to think of it as, as, as passionate community. And so that's the perfect place for us to, you know, kind of have our home base and, and for our next step of our journey in terms of really uh, connecting with that. Uh, and, and that will help, you know, grow not just Juno, but the entire Cosmos ecosystem as kind of a place where we can go, you know, spacefaring, if you like. Uh, and, and that's what is going to happen is, is we will start to really expand across the entire Cosmos and really help benefit and build all of Cosmos. Yeah, I mean, the other thing to think about, too, is that we don't want to compete with Osmosis as a DEX. Um, and, you know, if, if you kind of Osmosis is on its own chain, and if you want to trade, you know, almost any asset, um, any Cosmos asset, you can go to Osmosis. Um, so they've already kind of taken that position in a way as the IBC DEX. Um, and so if we just launched on another chain, we'd essentially be putting ourselves up to compete against them, especially, you know, not with the NFT marketplace, but with the DEX. Um, but what we do see a need for is kind of smaller DEXs. Um, and when I say smaller, I just mean, you know, less liquidity um, because they're specific to each native chain. So that's the role that we see ourselves filling is kind of launching on a multitude of different Cosmos chains and providing like a really good DEX on each chain, but then also, you know, with our DEX aggregator being able to aggregate uh, that liquidity across chain as well. And then also obviously tap into Osmosis's liquidity also, because, you know, as cool as IBC is, uh, if you do an IBC transfer, it still takes like about a minute. Like if I want to transfer tokens from Juno to Osmosis and then swap them on Osmosis, <laughs> And then transfer those tokens back to Juno again. Like, okay, maybe I can do it in thirty seconds. But you know, if you do a if you do a swap directly on a chain, uh, it's probably going to take you know under five seconds to do a swap directly on a chain. Uh, so I guess we see that there really still is a need for dexes um, on each individual chain, uh, as opposed to just you know each dex launching their own chain. So that's kind of, um, you know, the position, I guess, that we're looking to fill in the niche that we, where we feel we can bring uh, the most amount of value. Yeah. First of all, you're the man, Travis. Thank you. And second of all, yeah, on top of Tom's point, we have been spending a lot of time on our bonding curve algorithms. So we don't just want to, um, you know, provide the best yield for our users, but we also want to make the liquidity that we have as um, efficient as possible. And, that, and that's where our, you know, eight, nine months worth of work on our bonding curve algorithms will come into play. So even if we do have small amounts of liquidity scattered across, you know, different DEXs on different chains, uh, they, it will be a lot more efficient. And, and that combined with our aggregator will just equal the best trade prices for all of our users. Yeah. So you guys are obviously aware of the Juno swap or the Juno zone uh, DEX. Uh, so that that just literally launched with like a few weeks ago. So they're just babies themselves. Um, but I guess the last thing that I wanted to add is uh, I noticed that Simon, uh, you you have a, a Zaki's following you. So I would definitely uh, reach out to Zaki 
and have Crypto Studio uh, do a video uh, hosting on you guys. Because when <laughs> when uh, Jay Kwan, the, found, uh, the founder of uh, uh, Cosmos, Thunderman uh, consensus mechanism, when he came out of the woods after like two years or so, <laughs> and it just happened like a month ago, he reached out to, out of all people, CryptoCito. <laughs> and so if you guys want to get uh, the Cosmonauts to start paying attention to you guys, like you need to get on CryptoCito's uh, video uh, blog or YouTube blog, and he would he would love to have you guys, especially if the uh, if you kind of tap on Izaki's shoulder to kind of, he's already he's already reached out actually. Yeah, I've already been chatting to Cryptocito in um, in Twitter here. So I think we're just setting up a meeting maybe for next week, and then we'll definitely do a video in the next few weeks as well. So yeah, that would be great. Already reached out to us, which is awesome because that's right. We do want to start getting you know better known within the Cosmos ecosystem. Yeah, I was going to say more of the same. He he's already. Um, talking with us and he's super interested in everything that we're doing we're also like setting some meetings with him and stuff and also because he's planning all the cosmoverse in medellin um so we're talking about multiple things but yeah we're really excited to go to go to the channel and get to do a video about that uh you're completely right that's super needed also keep in mind that uh laura shen uh you guys probably know who she is uh, has just started taking interest in Cosmos uh, Network, um, and uh, it's and, and kind of side notes like we've been kind of drumming up the dramas of Cosmos uh, because she loves that kind of stuff because she obviously writes books and she's a journalist, and so she's taken an interest in Cosmos, uh, and so she just finished the uh, video YouTube on her um, Unchained, I think, or I forgot her blog's name, um, and she did an interview with Sunny at osmosis but she did it before uh, terra crash or luna crash but she just released it so it's like taking three or four weeks uh but travis i think that's a great point that was on yeah, she's, def pod, she's definitely another one to uh reach out to i i, I think yeah I'll, I'll do whatever i can on, on my people to like kind of spread the message because i think what, what you guys are doing is fantastic and i i there's nothing like it even on cosmos like in in terms of the holistic thing that you guys are doing thanks a lot yeah, thank you. Do we have any uh, other questions uh, from the audience? And otherwise, we'll wrap up. Uh, so just request to speak if you've got a question. Okay, we've got MGH jumping up. Hey, guys. Uh, been part of Loop for uh, maybe six months, and it's been crazy. But uh, I'm glad I'm part of the team. Pretty excited that I get to go multi-chain. I just had a couple quick quick questions about uh, classic. Since you guys are still rolling out with Juno, we're all waiting for that to, uh, to come to fruition. That's pretty exciting stuff. Classic. Uh, can I go back and re-engage with the classic chain in the loop markets? Uh, is everything a go? And do you guys ever anticipate leaving the UST? Because everything we look on there is just always so confusing with it calculated through UST. Is that going to stay? Or do you guys have any anticipation of switching that? Yeah, very good question. So... So we, our tech is good, our tech is sound, but there are a few um, upgrades and fixes that that TFL are still doing on the classic side of things. So, so some things may not work. Um, and yes, great question about UST. We're going to be removing the UST denomination. You know, summaries so like your portfolio balance won't be. It won't say UST. It'll have a dollar symbol, and that dollar symbol will then 
um, convert your, your holdings into actual US dollar values. All right. Appreciate that. So I'm looking to re-engage with, uh, with the classic. And then did you guys say that the, uh, the loop learn uh, functionality on your original website in the classic environment is uh, as active in a go, or should we wait until you guys uh, roll out again? It's active currently, uh, but you'll find a lot of, there's a whole terror section that is, uh, is outdated now. So uh, you'd still be able to interact with it, but soon we'll be starting to, you know, edit the videos and and really migrate that. Loop Learn will take a more uh, Cosmos wide uh, cross chain view as opposed to um, just uh, you know focused on Terra itself. So you know there, there may still be some Terra videos there. Uh, we just have to work out the flow. But uh, yeah, you can still go and engage with Loop Learn. Just keep it. Just maybe skip uh, <laughs> the whole Terra to the whole Terra section because a lot of it may not be accurate anymore. Yeah, uh, Loop Learn V one is off chain it's 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 a web 2 um, platform for now b2 was meant to be um web 3 with you know earn to learn and things like that all right i'm looking forward to engaging with the loop learn and i think i'll wait until you guys are active on genome but uh just uh, i'm really excited about being part of the team and i really appreciate the way you guys handled the uh the craziness of the the collapse and the communication with the uh, community i think you guys uh, stood above the crowd appreciate it have you been through um, most of Loop Learn already or just waiting for more videos in general? Well, I, I like the challenges, the idea of actually uh, trying to contribute some content in uh, the blockchain environment. Like some of us that aren't techie like you guys are and want to contribute, I think I can maybe apply some of my writing skills to actually earn some rewards maybe if I can. But uh, those challenges that you guys threw out in the past probably won't come around again until you guys are active inside the Juno environment, I would think. Because you guys had thrown out those competitions where you, hey, uh, I need to get into the uh, the loop, learn and uh, and look at. It. But that's the way I kind of understood it. Where you guys were throwing out prizes for for whoever. Oh, that's would the, win bounties. The, that, that's the, the bounties. That's the bounties on the loop community. That's more the loop community. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. so yeah. We'll, we'll definitely be starting those up again really soon because we want to start actually educating people about Cosmos and about the different Cosmos chains and all of the amazing protocols that are building on Cosmos. So, yeah, keep an eye out. Hopefully in the next uh, week or two, we'll actually be starting our first round of bounties uh, based on you know people writing articles about uh, different Cosmos products. Will, will, the webs- will the website be the original, or are you guys going to roll out a brand-new website? No, no, website's going to stay the same. Yeah, same domain name. Everything is going to be the, everything's going to stay the same. The only difference, even on the decks, the decks will still look the same. The only difference will be is you'll have a, a drop down at the top where you can choose your chain. So you'll be able to choose either Terra Classic or Juno. Okay. Um, so yeah, nothing, nothing major is going to change on the, on that. Oh, a little bit of alpha there. We are we are working on a on v, Dex V three, which we're meant to roll out on Terra. So the designs will get an update. It will get. Uh, yeah, it will it will get uh, upgraded from that as well. So, but it would be a similar flow, just like slightly upgraded with the the Dex V three design. But if I start to take some of my Luna Classic and throw it into the uh, into some of the markets, uh, it's all active and uh, and functional. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. All right. Appreciate it, guys. Thanks so much. Thanks for joining. Uh, do we have any other ones? Otherwise, I think I think we'll wrap up uh, if everybody's happy. Yeah, I think so. Thank you so much, guys. Thanks for joining us. Um, we'll be back next week. And yeah, keep an eye on us. Uh, follow us on Twitter. Um, and yeah, have a 
very great weekend for everyone. Thanks See you later, guys. Thanks for jumping in, tuning in. Bye, everyone. Happy Friday. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was Loop, The Journey Continues, recorded on Thursday, June 2nd, 2022. For Terraspaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you want to keep listening, head on over to Terraspaces.org slash donate and show some support. Sneaking through back alleys on a little cosplay Broadway all day, looking like the wrong way Resuscitating major players in the waiting room Sifting through the paperwork while I be debating fools Breaking rules, breaking bad, like we always wait for doom Slayed a few in my early years, often hit the shroom Sitting in the dark, waiting for the daily news To let us know what we should believe as the latest truth Stay aloof, writing rhymes in the studio Trying to keep it well lit like filming a movie role Sorting through support from your endorsements Of course we're tripping balls, handing reports in the latest proof ain't a way to move, change the view Just a bunch of pack of heads living in a chicken coop Picking at the dinner, finger licking like the plate is good So kick it for a minute, then show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Big thinking energy always gets the best of me When I kick it in the lab, messing with new recipes Gotta mix and match, flip the latch, letting rhythm scratch Dope shit, spitting facts with my vision smash Big trip aristocrats, dishing out a list of trash Missing wisdom, this fish is too big to catch Better let the missus know where you hit the stash Watch your next step, bro, before you hit the traps Walking on eggshells, tripping over landmines And I'm about done dealing with these damn lies Man, I'm looking at this planet like a franchise Chastised into digging holes in the back nine the latest proof ain't a way to move, change the view Just a bunch of peck of heads living in a chicken coop Picking at the dinner finger, licking like the plate is good So kick it for a minute, then show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Imagine a world in which an old dying man's last dying wish is fulfilled. Alexa, can you play that one sci-fi space where he clowned all the Safe Moon and XRP bag holders and then told everyone to buy Luna because it was going to a thousand? I'm, I'm confused why we're not talking about the fact that you can easily like. 300x your money on XRP. Like, you know, I son, I remember a time. Alexa, enough. I'm trying to reminisce now. I remember a time before Terra Spaces existed when things that were said on random Twitter spaces would just get lost to the proverbial black hole of time. Time. That's the best bet. Uh-uh. Why isn't Luna in wind turbines? Hey, guys, though? I'm reading all about these wind guys, turbines. Guys, do you mind if I explain Cardano a little bit? Because I've been in Cardano since like 2018, and I can give you a full breakdown. Um, Just when you thought it was safe to shill shit coins. Oh my god, you guys. I don't know what to do. 
So much blood. It's so red. From the creators of Your Exit Liquidity, in association with We All Love to Hear Ourselves Talk, Inc. For more information, go to terraspaces.org slash donate.